So it's Mother's Day. Hallelujah. You know, this is the 108th time that we celebrated Mother's Day. I found some information about Mother's Day I wanted to share with you this <clears throat> this morning. And, and the official American Mother's Day happened. The first happened in 1914. A woman named Anna Jarvis spearheaded a movement that brought about the first Mother, Mother's Day service held in St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in Grafton, West Virginia. And afterward, it became a presidential proclamation that Mother's Day would be celebrated on the second Sunday of May in America. And, and this movement went all over the world. And, and a lot of countries, they don't celebrate in May, but we do. And again, this year, today is Mother's Day, and we've done this for 108 years. And, and Mother's Day is the third largest greeting card day in the United States. Amen. I told you I had some stuff here. Today, there's estimated 152 million cards will be given to mothers, and it is the second largest gift-giving day, only second to Christmas. Wow, mothers, you are awesome, though. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> I was talking to Pastor Steve about this message, and he was saying years ago that, that he, he worked for, was it called Bell Labs? And that was part of AT&T. And he said, on Mother's Day, there, was more, there were more long-distance call, calls than any other day in, in, in the whole year. Of course, we don't do that now. But how you've been, you've been around a long time, man, huh? <laughs> Praise God. So with that in mind, here's what I'd like to do this morning. I want to recognize all the mothers, the grandmothers, and the great-grandmothers. Would you please stand so we can just honor you this morning? Amen. Come on. We can do better than that. Let's appreciate them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right. Praise the Lord. Moms are awesome. Hallelujah. Some, you know, in my life, there's some that stand out. And, and uh, when I was young, I was, I was sick. I was just kind of a sickly little kid. And my mom was an advocate for me. And her name was Nelda. And she went to be with the Lord not, I mean, about seven years ago, I think now. And, and so I appreciated her. She just treated me so kindly up through all those years. And, and then the other one that I that always remember, and, and that's my wife, Rhonda. Yeah, what a, what a mom you are. Yeah, she is a great mom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She's, she lets the boys know every once in a while, she'll say, I'm the mom. And so, yeah, and you have to, that's right. Hallelujah. And you know, her mom, her mom, I remember her. She, she was so kind to me and she supported me. There were times when Rhonda and I'd have a fuss and she'd take my side. <laughs> and that's a true story. And so, you know, now in our life though, we have Michael with us this morning and, and Michael and Geisha have their grandparents and, and they brought Jay Lynn with them this morning. And Jaylen is our great granddaughter. Yeah. Rhonda doesn't look like a great grandmother, but I'm sure I look like a great grandfather. But, but anyway, Jaylen was going to come this morning. And, and since she's come, she got on the plane 
and she's been, she's been attacked in her body. So we're going to pray for her. Okay. Father, we're all in agreement this morning for Jaylen. We thank you, Father God, that you sent your word and that you healed her. Father, whatever this is, I, we bind it in the name of Jesus. And Jesus took those stripes for her. Father, and with the stripes of Jesus, she is healed. So we, we thank you for a full recovery from all of that in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So the Bible tells us in Ephesians 6. Uh, six in chapter two and three, it says, honor your mother and father, which is the first commandment with promise that it'll be well with you and you'll live long on the earth. And, and you know, it says, there's a couple of words there that says you'll live longer. You'll have a long life and, and it'll be well with you. And the reason why you need to do that kids is because we could take you out early. (laughs) Amen. And all the parents said, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But really the most important word there is honor. Let me tell you what honor is. Honor is an internal attitude of respect, courtesy, and reverence. It should be accompanied by an appropriate, by appropriate attention and obedience. Honor without such action is incomplete. It's simply lip service. So honor is really important. And again, I want to remind you, this is one of the Ten Commandments that we're talking about, that you honor your mother and father, and it's the only one with a promise. And so I've, I've shared that with a lot of kids through the years, young men or whatever. And I remember one time at Longmont Christian School, we got this kid, and, and when he came in, I just noticed how he treated his mom, and he's so disrespectful. And I knew the day was coming where I was going to get a chance to talk to him about that. And so, so this kid, the way he treated his mom, he came to the school and thought he could treat my teachers that way? And, and I went, how dare you? So he was sent to the office, and I said, listen, son, you don't do that. You do not treat me or these teachers with disrespect. And he was kind of a cocky little guy, and he said, or what? And I said, well, two things. It won't, we, I won't be well with you, and you'll not live long on the earth. <laughs> he said, what does that mean? I said, you know, your attitude and the way you live could cause some harmful consequences to you. It's in the Bible, son. And, and so, and that is so true. It's important for us t- to honor our mother. You know, and it says father and mother, and we'll talk about the fathers in a few weeks, but today it's about you, mom. And so I found some ways that I want to share with you this morning on how to, how do you honor your mom? And so I have seven points that I'm going to make, and then I want to tell you a story. <laughs> Imagine that. I have a story. <laughs> Hallelujah. The first one is this, love your mother unconditionally. Love her when she's young and love her when she's old. Love her when she gives and gives and gives. She gives the best years to you. She lays down her life to give you the best. So in return, you love her when she has nothing. She has nothing to give anymore. This is a commandment from the Lord that we love our mother unconditionally. The next one is hug her affectionately. There was a bumper sticker that we used to have years ago, and you probably saw this. It says, have you hugged your child today? But I really believe that bumper sticker, it should be one on every teenager's door that says, have you hugged your mother today? 
And, and, you know, because I think it's so important that we love our mom and show affection to her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And never take for granted that our mom knows that we love her. Tell her. Call her. Let her know that you, that you love her. And be respectful when you talk to your mother. You know, I grew up in an era or an age where you just did not disrespect your mother. You just didn't do that. And, and so I want, I really, through the years, I, I, I've been quite shocked sometimes at how kids, they, they treat their moms. But you know what? I think it's important that everybody in this room, it doesn't matter if, if your mom is still giving and giving and giving. It's, it's still important for us to respect our mom. Hallelujah. And to hug her. Hallelujah. Hug your mama. Hallelujah. The next one is support her thoroughly. I'm sorry, thoughtfully. You, you support her thoughtfully. Always be caring and concerned and understanding with your mother. Protect your relationship with your mother. You know, there's been many changes in your life, and she's worn many hats. <laughs> she was the cook. She was the maid. She was the judge sometimes. She was the one who made peace. She was the referee. And she was always a sounding board. Always a sounding board. Because mothers, they do this. They do so much for us. And so we need to appreciate the great job that our mother did for us every single day of our life. So we need to support her thoughtfully. Number four, listen to her attentively. You know, husband, I'm a husband, and, and husbands want, want their undivided attention. We do, but so do kids. You know, and I've always noticed this in our house that, well, let me tell you this story first. In First Kings chapter 4, there was a son who was in the field work, working with his dad. <laughs> and he began to say, my head, my head. Now, a lot of people think, or theologians believe that this boy had a sunstroke. So what did the dad do? He stepped up and he told his servant, take him to his mother. <laughs> I knew you'd get it eventually. Okay. Why? Because when you have a problem, what do you do? You go to your mom because she listens to you attentively, doesn't she? When there's a problem in the house, they want to go tell their mom. I remember time and again out in the backyard, the boys thought I was kind of fun, but when it was serious, you always heard the word, Mom! <laughs> and that's the truth. Amen. So your mother's been so attentive, and, and, and there was concern that she, every day, everything, she put detail and concern into your life. So we need to listen to her attentively. It's important that we do that. Hallelujah. Make her feel like this, that what she has to say is important. Hallelujah. And why? Because every day of your life, even on the days you had the best day and the day that it was a terrible day, your worst day, the biggest challenge, your mom always listened. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The next one is help her cheerfully. Mothers are the greatest helpers in the world. They, they can do anything. They pick up things off the bathroom floor that no one else would touch. In fact, I think that's probably hazardous material. 
So, you know, when, so here's some advice. Never act like she's a bother. When she asks for something, don't act like it's an, an inconvenience to you. Help her cheerfully. You know, she can tell if you want, excuse me, she can tell if, if you want to be around her. She really can. So you need to pay attention to your mother. And, and they can tell if you really want to help them or not by your actions. So listen to this. No whining, bad attitudes, or negative remarks. Help her cheerfully. In Jesus' name. It's a command. Hallelujah. Remember her all the time gratefully. The little things mean a lot to mom, like just to call or, a, or to touch base with her. Involve her if you're going to a ball game. Include her and, and if you're going to a school program. And have the grandkids call grandma every once in a while. You know what? It, it tells them what just these little things tell them. You matter. You're important. You're important to me when you reach out to her. Hallelujah. She feels like somebody appreciates her and somebody loves her. Remind her all the time, Mom, you are awesome. All the time. Praise the Lord. And then number seven, it's the last one. You need to remind her how much she is needed constantly. You need her, but do it constantly. Hallelujah. It hurts her mom to feel like she's no longer needed. And you know what the enemy would try to do? He would try to come in and say, you're not necessary anymore. Your life is over. You can't do anything. Nobody has time for you. You are such an inconvenience. So we need to remind our mother how much we need her. Hallelujah. You know, even if the mom can't work anymore, she can still pray. (laughs) Amen. Amen. She can still pray. And I'm going to say this, and I'll say it a lot this morning. The power of a a praying mother is a powerful force. A praying mother. Her prayers are, are a powerful force. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what? Here's another one I just thought of. Um, your mom would appreciate it if you'd just call her every once in a while and say, hey, you know, can, can we try that recipe that you have? You know, a simple little thing, but mom's like that. Oh, here, wait just a minute. Let me see if I can help you out. It's not going to taste the same, probably, <laughs> but it might. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and I, I know I, I probably mentioned that this morning when I was praying for this young, these young families, but there's no more uh, greater gift, honor, appreciation, or any of these things that I talked about that would be more powerful than for you to serve God, that you would give your life to God. And even if you are away from God, how blessed would your mother, your grandmother, your grand, your, your, great-grandmother feel, how much would that bless them if you were to give your heart to the Lord today? Amen. Amen. Now, I just wanted to take a few minutes today, and it was. this is sort of a short message, but I I just want to finish it with a story. This is a true story, and I heard it a few years ago, and I looked it up because when I heard it, I went, wow. 
And it's an unusual story. It's, it's, it's a story of rescue. Like you, you know, it's a very unusual rescue story. And it's a story of a man named Peter Richley. Peter Richley, in 1820, Peter Richley, he boarded a ship. He was leaving his life in England and he was going to move to Australia. And, and when he boarded that ship, he was leaving that life behind for a new start. But unfortunately, when, when Peter, the ship that he was on after it got out into the ocean, it began to sink. And everyone on board perished that day except for one person. It was Peter Richley. And while he was floating in the water, this is what the amazing part, another ship came by to pick him up. But that ship sank too. And so Peter was the only survival. So a third ship came by and rescued Peter. And, and I know this sounds unbelievable, but that ship sank too. So the fourth one came along. And, and, and that ship picked him up and that ship sank. The fifth one picked up Peter. And again, Everyone perished when the ship sank, except one man. His name was Peter Richley. But this time, there was like a serene confidence that came over Peter. Because for, he, he just said, you know, for some reason, God doesn't want me to perish. So the next ship that came along, it was called the City of Leeds, and was named after the city in England that it came from. And... It picked him up, so they brought him on board. The physician gave him a, a cursory uh, examination, found him fit, and put some clothes on him. And the doctor said, sir, he said, you know, I, we, we have a favor to ask of you. And he said, uh, would you do us a favor? And Peter said, sure. He was so thankful that he had survived all those things. He was thankful to God. And so they said, okay, we have, we have this lady on our ship. She boarded the ship in England, and she, <laughs> I know I can do this. Hallelujah. And she was looking for her son that left her years ago. And so he said, sure, I will. And he said, you know, everybody, rec she recognizes everybody on the ship except you. Would you pretend to be her son? And so, uh, I'm a mush, Paul. Golly. So anyway, he took him down in the deck, and on a bed was a, a frail, gray-haired lady who had a, a tremendous fever. And she was saying this. She was saying, oh, God, just keep me alive long enough to see my son. Oh, God, I just thank you, Lord, that you, you can do that for me. Keep me alive. The doctor pushed him forward, and as he got close, he looked down, and who did he see but Sarah Richley? It was his own mom. And he fell at her. <laughs> he fell down on her, and he began to hug her and embrace her. And he said, I'm here. I'm here. It's Peter, Mom. I'm here. 
And he just stayed by her side. And, and after days had passed, her fever was gone. And she opened her eyes out of the, I think she was probably in a coma. But she opened her eyes to see the best gift that she could imagine. It was her son, Peter Richley. <laughs> and and uh, it wasn't long after that that he received her faith. He said, Mom, if you can pray and you've protected me through all the things I've been through, I want to receive Jesus. So I tell you that story today to support the fact that I said this, Mom, you're a powerful force. Don't ever stop praying for your family. Never stop praying for your kids. Never stop saying that they will come back to the land of the living. Never give up because your prayers, I said this earlier too, God doesn't just hear your prayers. He answers your prayers. God wants to bring your prodigals home. God, so you never give up. Hallelujah. Keep loving them and blessing them and keep praying because God's going to bring them home. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We have a... We have a special song for you. Praise the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Man, that was sweet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to read one set of scriptures. In Proverbs 31 and verse 25, the Bible talks about this woman, and she's called the virtuous woman. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instruction with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing to laziness. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Reward her for all she has done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. Hallelujah. That's what I think about moms. Amen. God bless you, moms. Give the moms a hand. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm going to pray for you. And, and I would, I'm not going to say have a nice day. Or what? I don't even say that. What am I talking about? I won't say be nice until a few minutes. Just, we, we need to keep you for just a little bit extra time today. Father, I thank you that you bless every family here. Father, I thank you that every mom gets honored today, that every mom feels appreciated, that every mom gets a hug, every mom gets a phone call, every mom gets a card, that every mom gets, here's that voice that say, I love you, mom. I love you, mama. And Father, I just thank you that you bless every one of us, though. Your word says that you give your angels charge over us to keep us in all of our ways. 
and that they bear us up in their hands lest we dash our foot against the stone. Father, I just thank you that no evil shall befall us. I think your word says that with long life will you satisfy us and show us your salvation. And we give you thanks for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, be real still for just a few minutes. We have something to share with you today. Pastor Steve, would you come up here?